Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. So today we're joined by, uh, it's Kim and it's also uh, Lucy today from Young Entertainers Musical Theatre School. Yes, bit of a mouthful. (laughs) What's the story behind the name? So the school was established in 1987 and it was founded by a couple called Colin and Trisha Horcroft. Um, And Colin used to teach keyboard to students and they used to do shows. And basically Trisha was a dance teacher and she just puts dances together to um, accompany the music essentially and then from that they created the theatre school Um, and then I'm guessing just chose the name Young Entertainers Musical Theatre School but we are more widely known as YEM Theatre School which is a lot easier to say and a bit quicker. Less of a mouthful I feel and how did you both get involved? So we actually began began as students both of us um, when we were quite a bit younger well some of us younger than others Um, I've been with the school about 22 years now um and lucy's probably coming up about 20 years i would imagine around about there maybe a bit more just work it out hold on (laughs) yeah 22 years maybe yeah around about the same sort of time so um we started off just going to classes and then um obviously we both had an interest in teaching and so colin and trisha approached us and asked if we'd like to come and help and assist with classes so we used to go along on a sunday and help with their workshops at the time, workshops used to just be one day a week on a Sunday. So we'd go along, we'd help. And then as sort of more dance classes opened up, we'd go along and help with those. And then sort of fast forward a few years, uh, when Colin and Tricia were ready to uh, retire, as it were, they asked if we'd like to take over the school. So we now own the school and we are the principals. Wow. That's a rite of passage, isn't it? You're, <laughs> between you, you've got like 44 years of experience. And we've been running it now nearly 10 years. So that's flown. <laughs> so how has it changed from when that you took over to what, what goes on now? What, what's the process with it all? Well, it was quite a small school, I think, actually, when we first took over. We had about 70 students and pre-lockdown, we, we were up to about 300 um, so we had the the main sort of fleet branch and we extended into to Farnborough just to sort of get a, a bigger building that we could uh, use for all, the, all our classes. Um, and that was that just was the, the beginning of it, really. Um, and we went from teaching maybe a few days a week each to and having other jobs to we do this every day. We teach seven days a week, um, plus all the admin side and running it as well. So it's just gone from strength to strength. We've been really lucky. And even through COVID, um, we've managed to keep our head above water. Uh, we went over to to zoom uh, teaching on online and then we're really looking forward to monday because we can be back in person again so hoping to build it all back up to where we were and hopefully a little bit bigger plus we've got um the extra branch in alton as well now so very exciting so what took you down this avenue you two for this kind of career um well for me I actually always wanted to be a drama teacher. So that was my ambition from a very young age. Um, I was very, very, very shy as a child. Uh, Wanted to go to drama, but was too shy to leave my mum. And they actually took me to a drama group, left me and drove away and said, well, if you don't stay, you have to find your own way home. Um, And it was actually the best thing they ever did for me. But I mean, I love performing. I do perform professionally. Lucy and I sing together professionally. Um, but teaching has always been my main passion. I absolutely love just working with the kids, seeing what they can produce, watching them grow. Um, I think it's probably fairly similar for Lucy as well. I'll let you kind of talk about your 
Yeah, so I started keyboard lessons originally with Yem, but I had no confidence at all. Um, I I was what you would call a crier. Kim would back me up on that. Just used to cry everything. No self-esteem, no confidence. Um, and they got me into the theatre school to do some singing and dancing. And I had done a bit of dancing at another school. And it was just the best thing that ever could have happened to me. And then they got me into all the dance classes. And I went on to train professionally in London. Um, but taught before that and even while I was training still taught every weekend at YEM um, and then even all my performing jobs now they have to work around YEM because it's my first love and I just I wouldn't give it up for the world um, so it's just been really really fortunate to get this experience this opportunity because I think a lot of our students would love to do it as well but we're not going anywhere so no, you, you, <laughs> may, need, you need, may need assistant teachers or if you have a bit of time off you have cover teachers and things like that so you've probably got a few of the rising stars in amongst it thinking you've got your eye on them yeah I think we've got a team of 10 teachers well including us about 10 of us now plus we have loads of assistant uh, student teachers um so we're a really nice uh yem close-knit family team so it's it's really good we've had lots of um teachers over the years as well and that have gone on student teachers who've gone on to uni and gone on to train professionally as well so it's been really nice to take especially take them from when they're little because we've been with the school so long and they're off graduated from uni and either performing or doing something completely different but it's really nice to see that happen great to see them grow yeah so what sort of age group are you teaching from then? Um, we teach about everything. So my youngest one is just shy of 18 months. Um, so we run a boogie with baby class where mums and dads can come along and dance with their little one while they sort of learn about music and dance for the first time. And our oldest one, well, we actually run all the way up to adults now. So we do like an up to 18s kind of workshop style class. And then we also run adult classes. So we've got right the way up to retired ladies. Yeah. We do our adult tap class, just about everything. So what are some of the things you've been teaching? You mentioned tap there. So what are some of the other things? Um, so like Kim mentioned, we've got Boogie with Baby. Um, we're soon to be introducing um, another toddler class, which I'll let Kim mention in a minute. Um, we've got Prince and Princess Ballet. We've got, um, from there, we've got workshops and acro jazz contemporary street commercial classes and the workshops involve musical theater singing drama um tap and jazz or tap and street point work is included i took some of my ballerinas this morning to go get their point shoes fitted uh, so that was this morning's job um what have i missed is oh choir we also have a junior choir and a senior choir and i teach all style dance to adults beginner ballet beginner tap We've got Improve a Tap for Adults. The list goes on, really. Have I missed anything? Gosh, that sounds a full-on timetable. Can I ask, do you do a normal world, I'm talking, do you do an end-of-term show or annual show anywhere? Uh, Yes, so we have a show every year, um, but those shows alternate. So we have what we call a family show and a big show. Um, Our family show is um, usually our musical theatre and drama showcase. And basically we hold over either one or two days a series of different shows. So each child will be in one show and they all get to perform a solo if they want to. It's all about building their confidence, um, giving them a chance to perform by themselves on a big stage. So we usually use the Princess Hall Theatre in Aldershot for that. Um, Then we have our big show, which is the following year, uh, which is basically the entire school performing 
Um, we do a big variety show. So we have big ballet numbers, big musical theatre numbers. Uh, the drama students will like narrate the story of the show as we go through. And everyone's involved. So I think the last show we had that we did at the Princess Hall was our big show in 2019 i think it was uh so just before covid and um, we had about 270 children on stage for the finale um, so that was <laughs> so we had to well they say they were on stage they were on the stage down the steps spilling into the audience to fit them all in um but yeah that's so that's our big show um but we we alternate it really because you just in a big show you can't give everyone the opportunity of a solo but that's what kids come to us for. You know, they want their moment in the spotlight. And that's why we do a family show because then they can, um, it doesn't matter where they are in their development and they choose to do a song or a drama piece. Less confident children can work in groups. Um, our younger children tend to work in groups. So our under eights would usually do a little group song. Um, but it gives them that chance just to do it all by themselves. They pick their song, they get to, um, design their own costumes for it. Lucy will then usually choreograph some dancing just to go behind them, um, especially if they're doing pop songs and things like that. Just helps them to really kind of get the whole experience. There's a whole load of stuff to unpack there. One and one thing's glaringly obvious to me is if you do these two shows, whether they be family or the big one, outfit making. Who makes all the outfits? Uh, well, we do like to go shopping. That's a big thing Kim and I like to do. And we also have there's actually three of us who run the school but we've kind of got a silent partner um, and that's Kat and she does make lots of costumes for us but she has a uh, what we would call a normal job <laughs> so like a it's not nine to five but more like a nine to five um so come showtime she does make a lot but I also try and make stuff Kim normally does you do a lot of the um set work and some costumes as well we all pitch in but we do because it used to be very uh, so when we used to do shows we had to go and find the costumes as a, a performer so I'd go to the charity shop and have a look for costumes but I don't know I think Kim and I maybe are a bit more um OCD than that we need to make sure everyone looks the same and <laughs> so uh yeah it is a massive task i was gonna say it's a a mammoth undertaking making the sets getting the costumes made managing the children managing let's call them the under eights probably be harder to manage because there's tears and anxieties and you must have to have people chaperone them and all that kind of stuff yeah so we um we put together our kind of show team so we're really lucky that we've got a kind of solid group of parents who are all chaperones Um, who will come in and they come into all our big rehearsals. So for the bulk of rehearsals, we do it in class time. So the children are in much smaller groups, uh, but nearer a show, obviously, we need to get them all together. And I think a child that's only ever been in a class with 15 other children, suddenly be in a hall with nearly 300 can be really overwhelming. Um, So we have our chaperones on hand. We have all our student teachers. They all come in for that day. Um, They all take small groups of children. Uh, We stagger all their arrival times so that they're not, suddenly confronted with like a wall of people when they arrive we just try and make the day really really fun so we'll we'll talk about it a lot in advance um you know we have some children who um have asd so we have to talk about about it with them much further in advance than with other children um just to give them kind of the time to process what will happen um, and how that will happen um but yeah we're very lucky i think on lucy that we've got a really good team around us who support that whole kind of bringing the children in, making sure that the safeguarding's in place, making sure we've got all our registers. Everyone knows where everyone is at all times. You know, we've got parents helping to dish out costumes, uh, 
those you know parents on first aid duty someone else making sure everyone's hydrated um so yeah so we're very very lucky but it does take a lot of teamwork to get that coordinated and running so do you think um with the influx of variety shows on the tv have you seen because you girls have been involved in it so long an influx of more and more pupils wanting to be interested in the world of arts and entertainment yes i mean those shows have been around for a while so i think it's been a steady stream it's not been a a massive influx recently but yeah we've definitely noticed that um i'm trying to think if there are any other shows where i know um i've watched that this is a another type but um dance mums i had lots of students coming in wanting to learn those kind of routines not quite like your britain's got talent but yeah we do do get that a little bit i think then they realize oh actually this it's not as easy as it looks and there's a lot of hard work involved but we're there to support them and show them the way and 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 tell them what they need to do and how they need to do it and if they want to work and you know some some come to us just for fun which is absolutely fine and we're all for that but we also offer exams and and places to progress to as well so there's lots of different paths whether you want to just have fun with your friends at dance class or singing um or actually want to make a career out of it so we try and support anyone especially if they let us know they want to do this as a job we're all for that and trying to support them as best we can so you must see you must have seen uh, some great success stories over the years any that spring to mind that you could share with us uh, yes yeah, so we've got a few students out there working professionally um one of our students is currently or currently not on a cruise ship Um, but has actually been a real inspiration to our students throughout COVID because he's come back from his performing work and gone to work for the NHS as a healthcare assistant. So actually, this has been a really good chance for us to kind of showcase everything he's done as a performer, but also it's been a really important learning lesson for the students in that they've seen what happens when there is no performing work, uh, which I think has been a really good uh, learning curve. But when we've got students um, working in musicals and some ex-students who've come up through the school who work in TV now as well, um, like children's presenters and things like that. So we've been been very fortunate. But I would say most of our students who want to go on to train professionally get in on their first attempt into college. Um, and the ones who we kind of, a lot of them do keep in touch. And the ones that we have kept in touch with, they are all pursuing their kind of passion within performing arts still so it may not be that they are a uh, sort of big movie star or something like that but they might be some of them have gone on to found um, dance companies um, or work with different organizations to sort of bring performing arts into education so yeah we've got quite it's quite a lot of different jobs within the whole industry that our students have gone into so when you hear some of these uh, stories how does it make you feel both individually uh, well, there's different generations. So there might be generations where we've trained with them at YEM. So that's always quite exciting. Um, but I think the most exciting ones are ones that we have brought up from when they're teeny weeny and then, you know, they're getting work. I mean, we've got an agency inside. I didn't mention that earlier. We also have an agency uh, called YEM Stars. So um, these students, um, you know, they get their headshots done. We're putting them up for castings and things. And when they get work, it's great to see that as well, because, you know, we've helped train them we've helped them succeed which is really really good so um any jobs they get whether it be a pantomime or any kind of little filming job it's always a, a big triumph for us um, and we are very proud and all the teachers are as, uh, as proud as us as well i can see it in your face straight away when you were saying about that sort of thing your face lit up which is great fantastic mm. 
you've got so many strings to your bow I have to say I'd not heard of you before and I'm thinking why have I not heard of you before because every direction you've got stuff going on and you both seem so calm and organized well I don't know if you're organized you seem like you're organized but you seem very chilled for two people running a company like that I think we're just very in tune with each other uh, to the point where I think because we've worked together for so long and we work together in other sort of areas rather as well as just teaching together I think we just know each other so well inside out that we know the other one is thinking exactly the same as we are so at any given point we could be messaging each other saying exactly the same thing oh this needs to be done and the other one's going oh I thought of that I've already done it so I think and I think as well there's a little bit of the uh kind of the swan kind of imagery um you know the legs are paddling Mm. away there's so much going on but in terms of like your students can't see that because if they know how much you're running around and pulling your hair out trying to get everything ready that fills them with anxiety then about oh my god everything seems a bit so you're absolutely the archetypal performance it's performance sometimes so talk me through lucy what is your role in it and then kim what will your role be what do you do in terms of sort of yeah, um, the back background your, of what we your done. your specific role in it, and how lo- how come there's no overlap that you both do each other's jobs or anything? Um, there's enough work that we don't need to do each other's jobs. There's a lot that we need to do. Uh, we both do. I suppose we do split the admin. Actually, um, there's different areas that we both concentrate on. It, we all we each have our own obviously teaching classes, so we teach as well. We've got our own private lessons that we do um that's another thing we do and um on our own group classes but a lot of it we also teach together but just split them off um i mean i don't know if you need to know in terms of admin kim's the money lady she sorts out the money uh we both deal with inquiries uh we both deal with promotion trying to think what else we do we do you're you're both in tune with each other so that's why you're probably struggling to find out what each of you do that's different (laughs) yeah and i don't know if i would describe us as chill (laughs) (laughs) so moving forward then on when are you starting real life in venue classes Uh, we're back on monday so monday the 19th cannot wait yeah so we start Start back in Fleet on Monday and then in Alton from the 26th. Whereabouts in Fleet is it and Alton? Um, so we're a little bit all over the place. Our workshop classes are at the Key Centre on Elvertham Heath and the Ansells Farm Community Centre. Um, and then we've also got classes in various schools and scout huts in Farnborough. And then in Alton, we're at Alton Community Centre. Okay, right. So, and everybody knows this, obviously. I expect they're, they're chomping at the bit to get in with you. Start it again. Yeah, so we're we're quite lucky that most, well, all the children that carried on online, um, we were lucky not to lose as many as other dance schools did. Um, a lot of ours have done almost a full year online with us. Um, so they are all chomping at the bit to get back in. Um, we're obviously a little bit stuck in terms of you can't have the numbers in classes that we used to. So we've had to open additional classes to allow all those children to come back. But we've also had a lot of inquiries for children wanting to start i think where they've, they've obviously been at home for so long they're desperate to get back to the things they love and children that maybe have just been watching things on tv where they've been at home for so long that stirred a little passion within them and they now want to try dancing or they want to try acting or a bit of singing um, so we've got a lot of new kind of intake coming in for trials as well and um, which will be really exciting i think 
Yeah, sounds sounds really exciting. Do you, can I just clear something up then? So do you just do dancing or do you do singing lessons as well? So we do lots of things. We do separate dance classes. We do separate singing. We do separate drama. But we also do workshops that train almost like a triple threat performer. So they will do singing, dancing and acting. Because if you think about musicals, mm. you do need all three. But then there's some children that definitely don't want to sing or definitely don't want to dance. So we have options for you know, different routes they could take. It's useful for everybody to do a bit of the drama because it's part of the performance, whether you dance or sing. Oh, definitely. I think acting through song and acting through dance is so important as well as just acting on its own. Um, It just makes the difference to a performer, I think. What do you think the kids have missed most whilst uh, we've had the lockdown? Well, we've asked them this um, and their main thing they've missed, although they've missed the lessons, what they've missed is doing the lessons with each other. So the lack of kind of social interaction on Zoom I feel that that's really kind of hit some of them quite hard. They've they've been online. They've been absolutely brilliant. And actually the improvement in some students through being online is incredible, absolutely incredible. Um, but we've been running some polls and sort of asking them what they've missed and what they're most looking forward to. And the biggest thing that's come out of it is just dancing next to my friend, even though it's in a box and they can't touch each other. And but they're all still in the same room. And it's that energy, I think, that you get when you're all together and so you can see the performance come together. And unlike Zoom, everyone will be dancing at the same time with the music because you cannot do that on Zoom. Um, And we can hear each other sing, which you can't do on Zoom. Um, And everyone's got on Zoom. um, Everyone has to play their own music and everyone's on mute. So you have no idea on Zoom who's in tune, who's not. Uh, So I think just that whole kind of it's like I think it's going to be a bit like rediscovering it. Um, for the first time again for some of them and let's say some of them were very little when they started so some of our very youngest workshoppers are only four and they've they've done a year on zoom from four to the age of four to five and they're you know they, they've probably only done three or four classes with us before they'd even before we got shut down last march so um, yeah i think it's just that coming back in the excitement of being with everyone i think that's what they're they're really looking forward to and us so, too. Lu- so lucy i was going to ask what have you missed in the last year or so, not being with the uh, with your students, I think I've missed the interaction as well. It's 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 not that it's soul destroying on Zoom, but because everyone's muted, it's a little bit lonely. So I'm stuck in my house all week. Yes, I do get to talk kind of at them because they can't always unmute and just reply and agree or disagree. Um, so yeah, I do miss that. I miss the atmosphere of having all all the children, all the young people in the room. Um, yeah, I just I can't wait. <laughs> and it's it's almost like being a TV presenter on Zoom. It, no dead air. You have to keep going. You have to keep the energy going. And it's a lot more. Uh, I just find it a bit more difficult because because it is just more energy consuming because you've got to keep them all engaged. If they look away and they leave the room, you know, you're, it, it drops. So um, it would just be nice just to be there. They're all there. They're in their little boxes, obviously, hopefully in just until June 21st, then they can come out of boxes. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's going to be nice to have some normality soon. You're, saying, you're making them sound like they're in little Jacqueline, Jack in the boxes where they can jump up or something like that. They basically are. <laughs> um, so I'm going to ask you this. Uh, have a think on this. Inspirational quote. Do you have one that you live by? Our students shine. That's the Yem one. That's our Yem quote. 
that's your yen one. But in times of trouble, when you're lying in bed in the middle of the night thinking, oh, gosh, what, what gets you through to the morning thinking, I can do this or whatever? My one that was actually on my Facebook profile for a long time, which actually is quite fitting, um, is that there's always light behind the clouds. That's quite a good one, I think, for COVID, um, sort of a, a light at the end of the tunnel sort of expression. Okay, and Kim? Yeah, mine's similar, actually. So mine is after the storm, there's always a rainbow. Why doesn't that surprise me that you both got very similar ones then? <laughs> As we've been talking, you are very in tune with each other and it's all about weather and clouds and rainbows. It's fantastic. It sums it up really well. Would you say you're best friends as well then? Uh, yeah. Kim was um, my maid of honour at my wedding. And um, Lucy's going to be mine this year. Oh, Hopefully we can get married this year. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Um, Kim sang at my wedding as well, which was lovely. You're inviting all the students to the wedding? Um, well, actually, yes, um, because we're getting married in a theatre. So um, we're actually because Yem's been such a big part of my life for such a long time. I couldn't, I couldn't not. I needed something, some way to kind of bring that in. So um, the choir are actually going to perform while the. I nearly said the audience. I meant my family <laughs> while they arrive into the like into the auditorium for the. Um, wedding to start so we'll be getting married on the set of cinderella at christmas this year hopefully wow in what um, theater um, in the wild theater at south hill park wow okay you've got um, you've got three extra guests now yeah come along the more the merrier <laughs> we can't sing but don't worry about it <laughs> mine <laughs> You're, you're spot us straight away going, oh, there's, there's the three from Buzz Podcast. They can't sing. <laughs> now, is there, is there I, I, I'm throwing this out there, um, is there one song that the, uh, the, that represents the whole group? I might have, you might not be able to answer that. I don't know. Yes, we, we kind of have an anthem, don't we, Kim? Well, then. Um, don't Stop Believing this seems to be our song. Don't stop It just it always has been hasn't it for the choir and it's been a finale in one of our shows um yeah i think that'll stay with us that song is that what you were thinking kim or you think of something else okay <laughs> yeah i think i think as well because it was the show that was the transition between the old owners leaving and us coming in so it was the first show we'd been allowed to really take full control of uh we could write it we did all the kind of choreography and management of it but the, the old owners were still there just to kind of support us into our new roles, I suppose. And that was our first our first show finale that we did as, as kind of owners about to take over. So I think it just holds a really special place in our heart. And I think actually the whole idea of what Don't Stop Believing means is really apt to our students as well. It does say everything, doesn't it? Mm. It, it teaches mm. people passion and belief in themselves and the energy you can take through with it. Thank you, ladies. It's been really, really lovely and informative. Enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.